This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Liverpool are top of the Premier League after they beat rivals Manchester United 4-0 at Anfield. You're listening to the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, courtesy of the Liverpool Echo with me, your host, Patrick Smith. Mohamed Salah notched a brace and an assist, while fellow attackers Luis Diaz and Sadio Mane both scored and assisted one each on a routine night for the Reds. To put it simply, United were absolutely terrible and the worst United team to visit Anfield in a generation. Though the front three may steal the headlines, every man in a red shirt tonight was sublime, but none more so than Thiago Alcantara, who strut around the pitch making it look like a testimonial. It's the biggest ever aggregate win for Liverpool over Manchester United with a 9-0 scoreline and the first time United have lost and not even scored a goal against Liverpool since 1964. The Reds are now top of the Premier League until at least 8pm tomorrow when Manchester City play their game in hand against Brighton, who are in a decent run of form themselves, so fingers crossed for an upset. We've got all the reaction though to a huge win for Liverpool, with Paul Gorst's verdict from the Anfield press box, Jurgen Klopp's press conference from the dugout and the fan reaction from the cup. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Liverpool look on top of the Premier League, courtesy of a 4-0 win against Manchester United here at Anfield this evening. Uh, two goals from Mohamed Salah to take him up to 30 for the season. His mini drought is over. And uh, Luis Diaz and Sadio Mane with goals themselves uh, to really put the gloss on a dominant Liverpool performance. From start to finish, the Reds were far too strong for their uh, their visitors and um, Liverpool finished the season having uh, recorded an aggregate score of 9-0 against Manchester United. Uh, the Red Devils have never previously conceded more than seven um, against the same side in a single season but that's the type of rare fire there that Liverpool are breathing at the moment as they look to continue this push on all fronts and uh, really close in on a historic unprecedented quadruple. Um, Luis Diaz got the, the score, the scoring underway early on. Mohamed Salah crossed, um, crossed the six-yard box, and uh, the Colombian made no mistake. Passed David the head, and from there on in, it never really looked like it was going to be anything other than a long gold night for the visitors, and so it proved. Um, Salah made it 2-0 with a wonderful pass from Sadio Mane over the hapless Harry Maguire. He steadied himself and finished it off for uh, the ending of uh, his mini drought. And it sounds cheerless to talk about that now, doesn't it? When you think. He scored two and he's taken himself up to 30 goals for the season. Uh, Mane made it 3-0 in the second half for a decent spell from United. Um, a lovely finish from Diaz's cross uh, across the box after a good run from Robertson. And then Salah later on with a wonderful chip of David De Gea. And we have to talk about Thiago Alcantara, surely one of the best performances of the season. Uh, the midfielder was in inspired form from start to finish. Uh, defensive responsibility, creative responsibility, both ends of the pitch, it really was a complete midfield performance. And Paul Scholes watching in the press box, the Liverpool press box this evening, he was even moved to applaud the Spaniard when he was given a standard ovation later on when he came off for Navigator. So Liverpool march on, they go top of the Premier League, two points clear to Manchester City ahead of their game against Brighton on Wednesday night. It's uh, looking good for the Reds at the moment, isn't it? They beat City on Saturday, they beat United tonight, and uh, the Reds just keep rolling on. It's finished here at Anfield, Liverpool 4 Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Thank you. Okay. Oh. Get as many as we can in. Obviously, we've got another press conference in a few days, but Vinny, kick us off. Sure. Uh, Jürgen, there's a lot of levels of performance for you tonight. 
top level, obviously very important. Um, <coughs> um, we started the game well and we finished the game extremely well off. Um, in between, we had a, a, a spell where we had to adjust to the to the to the different um, high press system lineup uh, organization of the of the opponent. But it's really difficult. We were two 0 up, and it in, in, um, if I, I saw so many football games when one team is clear better. We were clear better in the first half, and then keeping the concentration level is obviously very important. So, and, and but then you have a 15-minute break, um, and you get out, and the opponent is is going for you. So the first situation was a little bit the reason where we passed three, four passes around our six-yard box and end up a corner. I think from United. Um, gave them the feeling, okay, that's what we do from now on, and we didn't find immediately um, the right solution. But I thought with the first ball we passed through the through the lines and had, um, could turn in the center again. From that moment on, we were with a com we were again completely in charge. So, um, yes, top top class performance, absolutely. Two other things I'd like to get your thoughts on: no back on the score sheet, two goals against United, that's five against them. The season, but also the about the evasion for Thiago, possibly summed up his contribution as well tonight. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure I will ask anyway about it. Uh, my 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 moment of the game, even when it was very important and a great result, was the seventh minute when our people showed pure class, and um, the whole stadium together um, showed pure class uh, in a moment where we obviously everybody knew since yesterday, since I heard first time about it. Uh, um, so many things that are much more important in life than than football, and obviously we we really feel for for Cristiano and his family. Um, so that was my moment of the game. But um, other football moments um, were obviously absolutely outstanding. Yes, most scored to set up the first Luis set up Sadio's um, and get uh, the ball from Mo and all this kind. Diogo came on. That most second up, all these kind of things who couldn't have been better, to be honest. And yes, Thiago played a good game. That's um, but with his quality, um, with quality always there comes responsibility. So if you are good, you should better play good as well. And that's what he did tonight, really. Again, um, so from a football point of view, really nothing to moan about. Um, was a perfect night for us. We don't take these kind of things for granted. And. I really thought in all situations when United, when we didn't press them like we usually did, you saw immediately that there were offside situations. But even the one situation which was probably not offside when Rashford came behind our line and, and Robbo had to save for us there, um, it was just clear if we were not as lively as we were in, in, in our pressing and if our counter press wouldn't have been as sensational as it was tonight, I really think United could have had a a much better game, but because we were extremely good, it didn't happen for them. Okay. Guys, open it up. Paul? Is okay? He ripped his pants, <laughs> no, shorts. <laughs> Afterwards he told me, no, 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 I just ripped Yeah, so I did not get that. I thought um, it was something else, So, but um, obviously uh, it was fine. Any more? Nice quick one, Chris. Then we finish with Dave. 9-0 across two games against one of the biggest rivals. I mean, given nights like that to fans and the club, it must make it more special. It does, but I'm not, I'm not here to, 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 um, whatever. 
humiliate opponents or whatever. That's absolutely the reason we, we, we did what we had to do and we won the games. That's how it is. United is obviously in a difficult situation. Look at the lineup tonight. Um, they played without their centre midfielders um, and. Um, I think McTominay was only here to show up. I don't think he was ready, probably, um, and all these kind of things. So when when you are already in a difficult situation, very often in life you get another knock, and that's what United got already before the game. In the game, Paul has to go off, um, and then come on. It's not. And then it, if there's a derby or not, then it's not easy to play against us. That's that's how it is, um, and. That's why the 9-0, I'm not, even, I'm, not, I'm not interested. That's really something for the supporters. If they want to celebrate 9-0, they can do that, but it's not for me. But we want to have three points. If it would have been twice 1-0, I would feel exactly the same. Um, and I know it will not last forever, so they will, they will strike back. They will be there again. This, this club is too powerful. Um, but in a moment, for tonight, we were too good. That's the, that's the truth. Last couple, Dave Maddock and then one more if necessary. Well, yes, we'll go to yeah. Dave first, Dave first. You've kind of almost pointed out that some people are going to say, oh, United didn't play well. In the first half, particularly, that was this outstanding performance from the team. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I really thought, like, um, if. My people might say I'm, I'm obsessed with counter press, but the counter press was absolutely different, completely different level, completely different levels. So we lost balls, which is normal when you are in possession. I think we had 70 something um, percent of possession, then you lose balls. But the counter press we did, it, it is, um, was unbelievable, and that doesn't, then, then the opponent cannot gain momentum or whatever. That makes it just really tricky. And um, yes, first half and the second part of the second half. With the result in, 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 in already more or less in the pocket, um, is um, it was absolutely outstanding. How was that? We were not, we were not easy to play against tonight. Definitely not the boys. Um, can, you, can you enjoy that though? Because obviously there's so much at stake. So yeah, we enjoyed 2-0 up to time, No, yes, I enjoyed the moments, but I'm um, 2-0. I, I, it's actually really not my favorite result. It's better than a lot of others, but it's like, and it's exactly what happened again. Like they come out and 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 are different because they they just uh, they take off Jones and um, and and bring Sancho. The, the pressing is different. You are just used to specific spaces from the first half and then all of a sudden okay that doesn't work anymore what's now exactly wrong move we didn't start moving immediately again we didn't drop in the right but and all of a sudden you can pass the ball through um, we had all of a sudden four in the back two marked in the center and four high um, and nobody who we really could find so that's now you cannot know it in half time that they will do it so preparing for it's difficult it's really a little bit you have to adapt to it and we did that and took a while but it did that. and from that moment on I love the game again um, and with the difficulties we had it, it still makes it a perfect game because um, you have to overcome these things but um, it's not that I after 2-0 thought that's that's done and dusted. Um, not at all. It has nothing to do with that. We opened the door a little bit for City a few days ago in a game. Nothing to do with that. It's just um, you have to be serious and you have to be professional and mature and bring these kind of things over the line. And we did a great night. Okay, final question, Rob. Do you put yourself through watching City tomorrow night or you just want to watch when it's over the game? Will you watch City's game tomorrow night or just find out? It's really not likely because we don't play. Oh, City we might play again. I don't know. Um, but um, Brighton, I'm pretty sure we don't play anymore. Um, it's not likely. I hopefully have something to do which makes more sense. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much.
See you. Bye-bye. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Excellent result for Liverpool and performance against Manchester United, taking them top of the Premier League and obviously following on from a excellent performance to take them to the final of the FA Cup against Manchester City. And whether they are playing against the best, what I consider the best team in Europe in Manchester City, or whether they are playing against a very average team, what I would consider Manchester United at the moment, Liverpool are consistent in everything they do. And they've got an elite manager who is able to coach elite patterns of play, whether that be on the defensive side of the game or the attacking phases of the game, which means that Liverpool operates at such a level that the name, the, the game very rarely gets away from them. They very rarely lose games. They're all always in touch and distance of a game and have the structure and organisation to compete in absolutely every fixture they take part in. And that coupled with the intangibles that obviously sometimes don't get talked about enough, really. I, I suppose probably for me, really, I like to talk about sort of tactical things or sometimes individuals, but the intangibles that the manager and the staff must bring on a daily basis in terms of commitments, work ethic, drive, intensity, that is all displayed in Liverpool on a week-to-week basis. And that coupled with that elite coaching, both in and out of possession, means that we are witnessing one of the great teams of the modern era. There's absolutely no question about that. And allows Liverpool to be competitive in every game they play. And obviously has allowed them to get to this point in the season where they're able to potentially win as many as, as four trophies remaining. And I think it was important to talk about the manager because obviously I'm going to go on to talk about individuals, but the manager is the most important person at the club has transformed Liverpool and no one should take for granted the side they're seeing or the week-to-week levels of performance and points accumulation that Liverpool have been able to achieve over the last few years. So it's all down to the manager. Elite coaching and the environment created by not only him but his staff must be at the absolute pinnacle of the game. Again, we talk about great players but and Liverpool obviously identify and recruit really well, but the manager and the, and the staff on a daily basis are making these players into world-class players that he can every, every drop out of them in terms of potential technical ability, mentality, physicality, and it's all there for everybody to see. And one of the reasons that I wanted to mention all of them things is nobody epitomises this more than two players who've been at Liverpool for a number of years now in Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah, who have been absolute world-class talents and are Liverpool legends. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But continue to be so pivotal to what Liverpool are doing and continue to define matches on a week-to-week basis. And when Liverpool... Obviously, Manny came a year before Salah. And the game has very much changed from what you would consider why players who you know used to get chalk on the boots, used to whip balls into the penalty area, and no one epitomises the new era of wide forwards more than these two players. The ability to play in pockets of space in the forward line, operate narrow on the field of play, interchange positions and be able to hate the opposition in so many different ways. All of these players, magnificent strength. So if you want to go direct into them, you want them to hold it up. In Manny's case, if you want him to pl- want to play the ball at different heights, different angles, and you'd be able to manipulate it with all different parts of his body. 
Salah backing into place players, using the sole of his boot to be able to fend off players and bring others into the game, which we've seen for one of the goals today. So if you want to do that and rely on their physicality to be able to play and, and get you high up the pitch, they can absolutely do that. If you want them to run in behind electric pace, able to threaten the last lane, last line, allow make the opposition have to drop deeper because the the threat that they offer in that capacity, but also the technical ability to be able to drop into lower areas on the field amongst a, a stream of bodies, pressure from different angles and, and, and various sides and be able to manipulate the ball. And I think we've seen all of them qualities encompassed in their performances today, which, which highlighted what they've been doing throughout their Liverpool careers. If you look at the first goal, for example, Manny drops into a low area, is able to chip the ball into space, but then the ability of Salah to play the ball and find the moving target of Luis Diaz with his unfavoured right foot, which may look a simple pass, but to do it on the move with your weaker foot and find that moving target, again, it, it'll just get looked look past because of the quality of the, the actual final action. But again, world-class talent. For the second goal, if we see Manny receives the ball again, slightly in a lower area, coming towards the ball with a defender behind, but is able to see out the corner of his eye without looking Salah's run, be able to manipulate the pass so it just elevates above the defender's head. I think it's Maguire in this case. And finds again Salah as the moving target. And then Salah's ability to be able to take just the faintest touch, which allows him to have his body in between defender and ball and then side foot calmly into the net. The little delicate touch. And that was absolutely showcased everything about the two players in terms of technical ability. And again, the third goal, Luis Diaz, who again, when you look at Liverpool's sort of profile in the recruitment, it, again, it's similar to so many traits in Manny in terms of being able to manipulate the ball at different heights, being able to have that physicality to his game to fend off defenders, plays the ball. But it isn't, to be fair, it isn't the, the greatest ball in terms of it, it's got a slight elevation on it, it's a bounce just in front of Manny. But Manny's control of the ball and the execution of the finish with his unfavoured left foot to be able to guide it into the corner, again, made it look so simple, but so difficult to do. And these kind of players are able to accept the ball, wriggle out of situations under all kinds of pressure and finish at so many different angles with so many different skill sets, whilst being able to have the, the physical capacity to be able to hate you, whether it be holding players off or running behind, but also the attitude that they both have with without the ball, cutting off passing lanes, working for the team, the intensity to get up to the ball, the discipline in the roles without the ball as well. Magnificent. And, and, and as I say, you know, you can't underestimate how important they are to Liverpool, have been to Liverpool and continue to be and will be come the end of the season. And again, I could have picked out numerous players from today's performance and the Manchester City performance, but I'm going to have to talk about Thiago's performance again because we're lucky to be seeing this player. I mean, I followed his career, all of his career, and he is a magnificent footballer and one of the great midfield world-class operators over the last decade. And there was a load of rubbish, and I remember coming on the podcast numerous times last season about oh, it didn't fit Liverpool, can't do this, can't do that. And I remember saying at the time, absolute nonsense. This is a player who has the absolute 
pinnacle of game intelligence on the ball technically knows when to speed the game up knows when to slow the game down has the perfect amount of touches for the the circumstance that he finds himself in one touch two touch even sometimes a half touch to be able to lend the ball to different players and and, and watching an absolute genius at work and Manchester United afforded much too much space today and he absolutely ran the show. But even against Manchester City, it doesn't matter what kind of pressure he comes up to, comes up against, sorry, how many multiple sides of pressure he faces, his decision-making, his ability to play forward over different distances, being able to hear you playing through you, playing over you, playing round you, it doesn't matter. He has absolutely every pass and the ability... And that is what makes them so different as well. You get different players who are able to hear teams with, with passes through the lines and different things like that. Not many of them, I may say, of which he is absolutely one of them. But what makes him different as well is he can just take the game away from you as well in the control he offers you. So he's got that perfect balance of being the perfect player, of making the perfect decisions at the perfect time. And when you get an organised team, a compact team, who are able to keep the units of the team and the distances of the team, whether it be that be players in the same unit or, or the defence midfield and attack compact, he's absolutely elite in terms of his ability to read the game, intercept, break passing lanes. So when you couple that defensive ability tied into what he can do with the ball, he has been and is one of the great midfield players of our of our time. And there's no question it's that it's an absolute privilege to watch him and as I say it doesn't matter if it's Manchester City the most organised team out of possession with Liverpool currently in world football applying all kinds of pressure or if it's Manchester United offering the space of the park he will hurt you and take the game away from you if he's allowed in any circumstance because you're talking about the best vision the best technique the best awareness on the field of play and it's just a, a joy to watch really and whether it be the progression that he offers, the control that he offers. I just, I wasn't going to mention it again today, but I just felt I have to because you can't watch performances like you watch it at this moment in time and not pick them out really. So that was it really, a little touch on the collective and individuals. Great night for Liverpool, brilliant performance against an average team, but a fantastic week which allows them to still be in contention in both competitions. Liverpool, top of the Premier League with six games to go. After a 4 0 win at home to Man United. And it was absolute cruise control. And this season is turning into something that could, in a couple of weeks, four to six weeks, could be absolutely record breaking, could be monumental. Let's just hope we can keep this going. But tonight, the first half from Liverpool was absolutely sensational. As good a first half of football as you're ever going to see from the Reds. We've waited a long time to, you know, toy with United like that. We've seen some. We've had some really tough years of, over the years of United, you know, winning leagues, beating us home and away, and I think that's nine nil in aggregate now over the, the two games this season. But it could have been even more today. Really. That first half, absolutely sensational, right from the off. Liverpool were really up for it. The passing was really on point. Um. United, as good, like I say, as good as Liverpool were, United was so, so poor in that first half. Just so passive in the game. The, the There seemed to be a lack of fight, a lack of a lack of everything for United. But as poor as they were, like I say, it was as good as Liverpool were. 
And they go 1-0 up so early on as well with um, Diaz on the counter. A great ball across from Salah. We just get in easily behind United. Lovely early ball. Salah's got a tap. Uh, Diaz got a tap in. And it just set the tone really. Um, I thought Salah was great in the whole game really, particularly that first half. He's ended up with two goals. He ended up getting the second. Great build-up. Matip's gone on one of his usual little runs. Man, he's played a wonderful little dink over the top. Salah's got him with a great touch and scored. And people continue to sort of doubt Salah, which really, really baffles me. I thought he was wonderful today. Yeah, he's not scored in the last few games, but you're going to have these little runs now and again. His record speaks for itself for Liverpool over the, over the years he's been there. and He's a wonderful, wonderful player. And he deserved all his goals today. But the man, the main man you've got to mention, really, Thiago. What a performance from Thiago, like I say, especially in the first half. But yeah, throughout the game, but Thiago in that first half was, he was on another planet to anyone else on that pitch. As good as we were, Thiago was on another planet. The confidence of the man, the, the vision, the balance on the ball, like I say, the confidence to play, Passes in behind, always looking forward, always looking for a killer pass. And yeah, he's the last couple of months, and particularly the last month or so, as he's been playing more and more and more, he's been absolutely wonderful. And he and he is a joy to watch. He's a classy, classy, classy midfielder. The, his abilities on the ball is you know through the roof, and yeah, it's a pleasure to see him in that side and. He was, he was like I say, in that first half, particularly wonderful. Um, second half, United um, come out the blocks a little bit better, which they couldn't have been much worse than we were. Like I say, they couldn't have been much worse than they were in the first half because they were so passive. They had a bit more fight about them, and Liverpool were a bit sloppy. Maybe we just took our foot off the gas, a little bit casual. The clock wasn't happy, giving some of the players a rollicking. But we were going obviously going to get a chance, and the chance came um, on a bit of a breakaway. Good work from Robbo and Diaz and Mane. He's done a wonderful first-time finish. Just used the pace of the ball, guided it in with his left foot, and it was a great finish, and 3-0 game over. Um, Diaz came off a couple of minutes after that. I thought, mentioned Diaz as well. I thought he was really, really good. I mean, they were all good today, but like the front three, they've all got a goal, they've all got an assist. Diaz has settled in so, so well. Looks a Liverpool player from the moment set eyes on him. He's, you can see how much he enjoys playing football, the smile on his face. He enjoys playing for, enjoys playing for the club. He enjoys playing this style of football. You can see it and it, it's really enjoyable to watch. Um, like I say, the fourth goal came. Salah got the second, as I mentioned earlier on. Totally deserved the two goals. Probably could have had a hat-trick near the end when he got through, but all in all, a comfortable 4-0 win. And it's crazy, really. We're taking these games every week in, week, in, week out for granted almost now. We're just rolling over sides. You don't expect anything other than a win. And basically, that's what we seem to be getting. We're now five to six weeks before the end of the season we're still in the mix for every single trophy there's one in the bag already there's another final to come um, next month 
We've got semi-final next week of the European Cup. I mean, the games are coming thick and fast, but we wouldn't have this any other way. We've got to keep the pressure on City because the Premier League is is the real, real one that we've got. It. We need City to drop a couple of points here and there, but we can't get complacent ourselves because you know, still six games to go and we need to win every single game. But let's just enjoy what's happened tonight. 4-0 against Man United. Long may it continue that we get these results against United because it was us on the back of these spankings for many, many a year. So, wonderful night. Some wonderful performances from the Reds out there. And we go again Sunday, the Merseyside derby on paper. It's going to be a tough game, the derby. You know, we can throw all the cliches in the book at, at this. Like, form doesn't matter, blah, 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 but come on, we should be turning up and rolling over Everton. So with the confidence in this side, I'm totally confident we'll get a result. And then we go on to the European Cup semi-finals, which is, we're almost taking these games for granted now. These big games are every single game. You know, I'm not long back from Wembley myself the other day. Wonderful, wonderful weekend we had there. and It's just special times to be at. Every game is huge. Like I say, four, six weeks to go. Let's enjoy every moment because these lads are doing something really, really special. And long may this continue. I look forward to Sunday, the Merseyside Derby. Let's do it all again. Come on, Liverpool. You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.